Alright, podcast time. What's up, Castbox? It's your boy, Mike, Jeff. Also, I also rap by the name of Mike Sensi. But, um, that's, just, that's mostly just podcasts. I ain't gonna really try to do much with the rapping thing. Just mostly gonna be just strictly just talking about what I'm gonna talk about. Okay, so I'm looking at this, um, uh, what's his name? The Jaquie guy. He said that he's the best R&B singer. Everyone's losing their shits and everyone's mad at him. Pretty much, I'm gonna just keep it nice and short. Cause I said this on my other podcast on, you know, Anchor. Um, at the end of the day, man, people don't have a fucking opinion. Have you ever heard of a, a singer saying that they're an okay singer? Have you ever heard of that? Like, people act as if, well, you gotta be humble in this game, okay? Keep in mind, I bet you at one point Prince thought he was better than Michael Jackson. That's all I gotta say. He's like, well, he's young, he's young. Okay, all youngsters think they're the best. Do you think Bobby Brown didn't add a time when he was the high, when he was solo? Do you think that he didn't think he was the best R&B singer ever? I love how O-Heads act like they never had these thoughts before. But when it's a young head, when it's a young kid, y'all want to attack him and say, oh, you need to, you need to, um, you know, pay homage. And I'm sure he see pays respect. Only thing he said was that he was just confident in his skills of being a, of being a, a singer. This is like me saying I'm confident in being the best graphic designer and every old school graphic designer sat there and try to, you know, got mad because I said, because I had confidence in myself. Okay, so it's wrong for these kids to have confidence in themselves. Interesting. Other than that, I already said some generation gap shit. It's dumb. And I love how when Keith Sweat, who was drunk out of his mind, you know, try to school, try to talk to this guy. I don't know. I mean, try to talk to him. And then this one person in the comment section said, this is wrong with these kids today. They don't listen. I'm like, first of all, this dude is drunk out of his fucking goddamn mind. Too, when you was a fucking young, when you were young, I'm sure old hands were saying the same thing about you, too. And I love it when I sit there and say real shit like that. And people sit there. And they delete the comments when I say real shit because they can't take the truth. Other than all that, generation gap, it's stupid, it's dumb. And the only thing it's going to do is get this man's attention. Just like how people are getting Soldier Boy's attention when he made the Soldier Boy game. He did that on purpose because he knew people were going to keep talking about it and keep himself relevant. And it works. Why the fuck do people sit there and you know these people say things for attention, yet you let these people rile you up so bad that you sit there and make YouTube videos about them, Facebook books, Facebook videos about them, keeping these people's names relevant. I would never understand that. So I'm watching this one, um, this one, um, live, and this shit kind of between my homegirl, I still love her. She's a hip hop blogger, and she's an auntie promoter, and it's this one rapper. And in my old podcast on Anchor, and I'm going to say this here, how people's was weapon down. I'm real hip hop. I'm real hip hop. I know about hip hop, but it's like their history of hip hop go as far back as the 1990s. So they'll say, well, here's my list of things. I'm going to have my list of things in 2019. Than 2018, even though it doesn't matter because it's going to still carry on to the next year, but I'm going to do my own little the 2019 thing. So he says, this is what really kind of, you know, irked me when he says, man, you know, rappers, you know, 
you know, hey, how these new school rappers, these old school rappers will be co-signing, you know, these new school rappers, you know, does it stay relevant, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, and that's one thing, okay, so you hate when new school, when old school rappers pay, you know, say, you know, give new school rappers attention, so when Afro gets co-signed by, by, by R. the Rugged Man, that's bad? Okay, I disagree with that. You're like, no, it's because he's these wag rappers, man. These rappers that be that be mumbling and shit, man. People, and then another thing is they consider mumble rap as considered okay. And why the fuck are we still caring about something that you don't like? You know how many fucking rappers in the game? And some dude typed in subgenres. I disagree because if you look at motherfucking, you know, hardcore rap and you think that West Coast rap. Um, and most of these little sub, keep in mind these are subgenres that came on in 1990s. So you, so no, dog. It's like I said before. People always say complain about stuff that's not new. Then he says, and then also, and this is what I've been saying. And he says, and you know, you got these rap, you got you know these rappers who are average, and people always say, well, at least they're not mumbling. Like, man, get out of here, man. In the nineties, they wouldn't, they would be, they can be considered ass. Why the fuck do people think that? Keep in mind, I grew up in the nineties. I was born October seventh, nineteen eighty-seven. I was like around what four or five, and 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 like in nineteen ninety what three or four. You know, I'm sorry, I'm just I ain't got time to be trying to calculate, but I know here's the thing. If I'm born, I was born nineteen eighty seven, and I didn't start getting to hip hop around like like seriously rapping around nineteen ninety three. So that's eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety one, ninety two, seven years old, and I used to rap a lot. A lot. No pen, no pad, just freestyle shit. So when he sits and he says, um, you know, because most of these Irish rappers, man, they wouldn't be able to even make it in the 90s. I'm like, okay, first of all, there are a lot of average rappers in the fucking 90s too. And there's a lot of fucking underground rappers I listen to that came out in the 90s. Nobody gave a fuck about. And keep on, I'm having a lot of cursing on my podcast, so... And um, also, like, no, no one cared about them, okay? No one cared about them, and it's like, you act like hip-hop started in the 90s, and I will never take any rapper, I don't care if you're underground, old school, new school, seriously, if you think hip-hop only started in the 90s. Hip-hop started in 1977. That's when it was all about rocking the party, rocking the party, and raps was ABC, ABC rhymes. Then... Around the 80s is when it got popular. How the hell are you supposed to be all about the culture but don't know that it started in 1970? Like people, like I said before, people's um, memory of hip-hop only goes as far back as 1990s. That's, that's, that's as far as it goes. Because they'll say, well, back in the 90s, these rappers wouldn't be able to survive. You'd be considered us. You know, you grew up in the fucking 90s. I used to rap super fucking fast. I used to be like, you know, rapping super, super, super fast. And I used to talk about whatever that was around me. So you think Kendrick wouldn't survive in the 90s? You think Joy Bass wouldn't survive in the 90s? I'm like, dude, like, if you look at it, if this was the 90s, rappers would be talking about what would be in the 90s, what would be hot right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, every single New York rapper that I do that made that song, leave me alone, he will probably be... On some like nah shit, cause everyone ain't fucking. Mom's trying to sound like that was a fucking time. Um, Ski, 
Mask the Slump God would have probably been on some, you know, Uncle Lucci type base because whatever that's hot in the 90s, they would be on because what everybody else would be on. See, nowadays we are seeing different styles, different flows, different everything. So it's like, okay, shit changes. What, what are you, what are you saying? You know, people saying, well, Red Man's supposed to, I do agree with the whole Red Man shit. He came out with Muddy Riders too, but he didn't come out with Muddy Riders too. Okay, cool. No problem. I mean, I agree with that because he should have came up with Muddy Waters too, and I really want to hear that. But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get mad at the man if, you know, he's taking his time with it. That's him. Like, I'm going to be like, man, that's stupid. But don't worry. I'm going to do my own list of 2000 and things in 2019. I mean, 2018 that I don't like. And as you notice, I block the comments, you know, to block the comments because I know the shit that I say is going to be so, you know, completely crazy. People are going to be sitting over there trying to talk ish and I ain't got time to be sitting over there. Going on my phone, looking at messengers and notifications of people sitting over there saying all this kind of crazy shit because they don't agree with what I'm saying. I ain't got time for that. I don't. I just sit here, say what I say and keep it pushing. I don't really got time for people trying to critique me or on um, this podcast. All I do is just say what I feel and that's about it. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But anyway, you know, when it comes down to that, I it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff that I disagree with with that. You know, like I said, if you I don't care if you're underground, old school, new school, if your um history in hip hop Goes only as far back as the 90s. Don't talk to me. I don't care if you're an underground rapper. If you're an underground rapper that grew up in the fucking... Not say, for example, if you were born in 19... I don't know, 79. And you grew up in the 80s to the 90s. And you still want to sit there and, and in, your, in your history of hip-hop only go back as the 1990s. Then I can't, I can't, I can't listen to you. I can't listen to you. You grew up in the eighties, in like in the late. Let's say for example, I grew up in nineteen eighty-seven. If you grew up, if you were born in the nineteen eighties and you were a kid in the nineties and you're an adult now and you like, yeah, man, you know the nineties is real hip hop. See, I agree, but at the same time, I like it's no excuse that you just can't just go back and just do your homework on hip hop. I know more about hip hop than most these people who grew up. And the motherfucker who kind of grew up in the 80s. Because they still be thinking about the 90s was the shit in hip hop. The 90s, man. The 90s. And completely forget about the 70s and 80s. So who's really who's really disrespecting the history of rap here? Who's really disrespecting the history of hip hop? If you only think, if your only um, history of rap goes as far back as the 1990s. And it's like, dude, then don't, don't say it. Don't say it about this culture. That's what I should have said in my last podcast on my anchor about if you're not about this culture. If you're, if, and I think I said it, but I'm going to repeat it here. If your history in hip hop only goes far back as 1990s, when you know hip hop has started in 1977 near the end of disco, where rap was simple, it was about rocking the party, it was about partying, partying, partying. You know the fucking time, you know the, you know the partying that a lot of supposedly real hip hop fans don't like. Even though that's a big part of hip hop, because that was the thing about that was the, the when hip hop was in its infancy. I'm talking about 1977. Um, it was about rocking the party, rocking the party, having a good time. Don't take that out of hip hop. 
That's why I hate when people be like, all these rappers over here making party songs. Okay, um, that's part of hip-hop. You just can't just take that out of hip-hop. Period. You just can't take it out of rap. Period. You can't do that. Because that is, whether you want to accept it or not, is a big part of hip-hop. Because, you know, if you if you were a real hip-hop head, you know, about DJ Kool Hurt, and you know that hip-hop started as, like, you know, with house parties. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't super lyrical, lyrical, spiritual. It wasn't on that shit like back in the 90s. At first, hip-hop, at its core, birth, was about partying. So when I see motherfuckers sit there and complain about these rappers using simple rhymes or doing shout, you know, callback and commands like with Lil Jon. People used to shit on Lil Jon so much. Oh, he can't rap. He, he's always, you know... Always shouting command, and neither is supposedly real hip hop fans who know about the culture who don't know shouting command has been like back in the Busy B days. Oh, ask them if they know who Busy B is. They'll probably be like, "Who's Busy B? He's new mumble rapper." No, Busy B is one of the fucking originators of fucking hip hop. Through your history, sir, he battled Kumo D, who changed the whole game of battle and the whole entire game of flow. Do your homework on that, sir. But they're not going to do that. They go by what they know and leave it alone. Knowing that what they're saying is fucking wrong. I just, I don't, I don't get it when it comes down to people who do that kind of thing. I really don't do it. I really don't understand it. You know, if you know about this culture, know the whole thing. Don't just cut off and be like, okay, only remember the 90s because you grew up in the 90s. Okay, when you, you can go back and do real research on hip hop. Like I said before, I'll say it one more time. Any, I don't care if you're a rapper. I don't care. I don't care how long you've been in the game. I don't care if you're an underground rapper, old school rapper, new school rapper, hip hop purist, whatever. If your history in hip hop only goes as far back as the '90s, which means that you're only, um, you're only a criteria. Your only judgment is based off of what is what was hot in the '90s. Forgetting the fact that hip hop started back in the back in the nineteen late nineteen seventies, I can't listen to you. I don't care how super lyrical, lyrical you're, how fucking deep that your rhymes that your rhymes are, how many complex lines. I don't give a fuck. You need to know your history because what you're doing is you're making, and also on top of the fact you're suspecting the eighties and seventies pioneers of hip hop. So basically, what you're saying is. 90s is better. You're saying 90s is way more fucking better than the 70s and 80s. I'm just keeping that shit 100. Trust me. Because I'm always the type that will sit there and kind of like question everything. Even as a kid, I question everything. I question when people say shit like that. When I do my research, I question that. It's like, how the hell do you sit there and you say, well, I'm about real rap. I'm about real hip hop. But you don't even go as far back as 1977, bro. That's like saying I'm a real R&B singer, but my R&B history goes as far back as 1980s. I mean, oh, oh, as far back as 1990s. Like, there are some R&B singers back in the 70s, too. Know what I mean? Like, that's dumb to me. So, you can't say, it's these kids, it's these kids, it's these old heads too. 
because they, for some reason, have kind of forgot that, yo, you do kind of realize that, you know, if you, okay, if you were, if you grew up, if you were born in 1977 and you, which means that you probably started rapping in when hip hop started becoming mainstream back in the eighties, really in the eighties. And then, you know, you started rapping in the 90s, and now here you are now talking about how rapping in the 90s were better, you know. You're kind of fucking, like, disrespecting. It's kind of like you dis- you kind of, like, cut off the other generation that you've been in the game. Like, I'm talking about 80s part. You must be, like, what, embarrassed or something. But it is what it is, man. It's, it's like, you know, like I say, man, like, cats will speak about this shit and don't know nothing about it. And then they'll sit there and think because well, I rock shows and I did this. Okay, what have you done? Where's your platinum plaques? I love how motherfuckers only throw up platinum plaques only when a new school rapper comes out like the dude Jacqui. He just said he was the he just felt he was the best singer ever, and motherfuckers got pissed about it. Okay, he got confidence in itself. And ain't just like how motherfuckers sat there and said got pissed off at Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne said that um. Kobe was buried in Jordan. Okay. Y'all upset about him saying that? That's kind of sort of fucking true to an extent. I mean, that's 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 debatable, basically. Like, I'm sure Kobe Bryant thought he was buried in better than fucking Jordan too. He studied Jordan like a fuck like the back of his hand. Like he is our generation in Jordan, mind you. When I started getting to watching basketball back in the nineties. I like wasn't like Michael Jordan was so big because he wasn't like like a rookie at that time when I got into you know watching like seeing Michael Jordan. I was still a Lakers fan, but I liked Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan was that guy. And um he came out like he was like near his like 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 mid, in the mid part of his career. I wasn't there when when he was starting, really starting playing basketball. I was there like in his mid-career or to he retired. Came back, played for the Wizards, then retired again. That's Michael Jordan. So he's not really our generation, but but at the same time, you know, we I was we were kind of like there to witness his witness him play. And people say, well he don't respect to his people. Do we invest in our own people? Do we buy black? I just want to. I just want to ask that. Do we? You know, we have black-owned businesses. Do we ever invest our our money in black-owned businesses? No, we don't. So until we start expecting these celebrities to fucking sit there and and you know and pitch in, we need to start doing that too. I'm just saying. So um, when when Kobe Bryant came out, I said, okay, there's Kobe Bryant. And I already knew it was something special about him when I first seen him play against Michael Jordan. I already knew he passed the torch at that point. And I'm sure a lot of people were saying, who is this This Kobe Bryant guy? This guy. I'm sure there's a lot of negative things people were saying about Kobe Bryant, but we like to fucking act like those didn't happen. Like how we like how we act like when Kobe, when the two, when the, let's say the Shaq and, and um, Kobe era um, Lakers, we're going to act like we didn't fucking lost not a single game. And I love how people only think about the good times of the 90s and early 2000s. When someone brings up the bad times, you want to act like, well, I want to listen to more go through that than this. Even though that was worse. I'm just fucking saying. But, you know, you see what I'm saying when it comes down to people who say shit like, 
like that's like do your full homework on shit. Don't half ass. If you're about something, don't or about this culture. I don't care if you are into anything, whether it be rap or whatever the case may be. If you really, really, really into it, you gotta do your whole homework. Cats only go as far as the nineties and think, oh, that's it. That's not it, bro. Like, there's more to it than that. But I digress, man. Cats be half-assing it and thinking that, you know, well, I've been in this game for years. And you still fucking think hip-hop is only 90s? You still think rap is only fucking 90s? And say, well, man, you know, in the 90s, man, these rappers wouldn't... Like, come on, bro. Like, look at you. Yeah, look at me. I grew up in the fucking 90s, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? If I was 20... If I was... How, how old I am now? In the 90s. I wouldn't be average... Cause I'll be snowing and be like the shit I fucking rap about would have easily been on some would have been like groundbreaking because I don't know what a rapper doing it still is because rappers are doing the same shit every day and keeping my rappers doing the same shit and following the same trend ain't fucking new. How many rappers back in the 90s try to sound like Tupac or try to sound like Nas? Every rapper at the time was trying to sound like everybody else. At that time, too. Even today, they had their own fucking style. There were other rappers that tried to fucking go ahead and fucking copy. Let's not act like there was no copycats back in the 90s. You had the fat boys. Fat boys became big. You had the motherfucking skinny boys. Then you had every fucking goddamn body calling themselves boys. The boys back in the fucking day. How many cools back in the day? How many ice back in the day? How many littles back in the 90s? Maybe early 2000s. Besides Lil Wayne. Lil Zan. Lil Zane, there's lots of fucking rappers back in the 90s that were called Little. Every time I was going to call Little, but we're going to act like this is new. Who's up with all these Littles? Oh, that mean it's the same Littles back in the early 2000s? So why do we think this is fucking new? Why is this new? This is not new. We've seen this before. This is not new. Why are we surprised? We shouldn't be surprised when we see things that's been done before. He's like, well, that's the problem. Well, it's, you say it's the problem, but then when something new does come, you complain about it being new. I don't get it. Rappers rapping off a beat. You know, this, this, this blue face guy, he's always rapping off a beat. Yet yeah, I can name lots of rappers that rap off beat. Cool Keith raps off beat. Listen to the fucking song. Uh, what's that song called? Curls back on back on um Black Elvis where he where he literally says A B C D E F G H I J K where he's rapping the ABCs off beat. He but he does it purposely. How the fuck you know Blue does it purposely? But oh, he's a young rapper. He probably don't know what a rhythm is. E-40 fucking does that. And back then people thought E-40 was whack because they didn't understand what he was saying. And basically. And what made me, and when I, when he said this, it made me really not give a fuck what people think about my flow. Because people say, well, Mike, you rap, okay, cool, you rap like this. And sometimes we don't, it's like you just probably you listening too slow. Like E4, he likes to, likes to, likes to fucking rap off beat too, and likes to use a whole bunch of different terminologies to express how he feels, but people don't understand what he's saying because it's like, I never heard these words before. It's like, okay, and, what about with me? It's like, well, you flow like this and you say these words. I usually look at the dictionary to find unique words to say and just put it in my rhymes. And if you don't understand it, you just don't understand. You listen too fucking slow. Point blank, period. So I find it funny how this one guy 
and uh, in his pot in his um live with the homegirl um I used to love her. I still love her. Says, man, these rappers sound just average, bro. Like they wouldn't be able to survive in the nineties. E forty did. He's and people thought he was average, and he's an OG. So you think everything? Stop thinking that I'm so damn cutthroat. Every fucking rapper in the game had their fucking own style. It would be corny. Like hell, look at fucking Two Live Crew. It wasn't the most lyrical fucking rap group, but they survived in the nineties. I love how my generation or think. And you, if you were came out in the nineties with some whack shit, bro, you get clown. And the farmer, by Snow, he's the first rapper I heard from Canada. And that shit was a was a gold single. It was a, like, that's the problem, man. Y'all care about numbers. Oh, but it was okay for y'all to bring up numbers when it came out to Jacqui when he said he was the best R and B singer. Y'all said he did his cover song and saying worship platinum plaques, even though he has an original song. But I know in this, in this generation, when it comes down to people who if it's a person that they don't like, they're not gonna do their full research on them. So, gee, I've seen Jacqui. He has an original song, but of course, since people hate him right now for how dare he have confidence in his own singing ability, which he can sing. But because he said he's the best R&B singer, everyone's like, oh, well, he can't sing for shit. And I hate when people do that shit. So if he didn't say that, y'all would be like, he's so talented. R&B is back. Again, doing the same thing that Jay Holiday did back when Nasa Hip Hop is dead. And then Jay Holiday made a song called R&B is dead. Y'all forget it because he, there is no, it was it was on YouTube at a point and it was just gone. He was just, he was just, just rap, just singing over the hip hop is dead songs. I'm about, what happened to the Luther Vangel? Some shit like that. But I'm like, okay, again, back to what I've been saying before. Y'all just too lazy to look. There's a bunch of good R&B singers. And I know I heard some songs from Jacqui before he made that statement. There were original fucking songs. But are you going to fucking do your research? Fuck no, you're not. You're going to just sit there and go off of what people say and say, you know what? You know, because this dude had the boss. He's the best R&B singer ever, which at the same time, is a, why is that even an issue? Because he's young and he said it. He got all these old school singers coming out the woodwork saying that, you know, damn well, no one's not going to even buy their records. Let's be real with it. TLC came out with an album, which was kind of stupid because you can't have a TLC album without Left Eye. And only a few people, only people who bought it was diehard TLC fans are just nostalgic for anything today's shit sucks. Even that album wasn't even, was near. Because you can't do that without, it's like, I mean, you can't. Well, you can't. If you like in a three, a three person group, you, and you can't really do that. You see what happened to the Lost Boys. When Freaky Tie got shot. When Freaky Tie got shot. Like, that's not going to work without this, without that main person in it. For real. So, um, yeah, that didn't work. And also, um, BBD came out with an album that anybody fucking, why everyone's bitching about Bruno Mars and shit like that. that y'all, did anyone ever fucking scoop that album? No, they didn't. No. They had one song with Boys to Men, which, that, which sounded like something that came out in 2005, which it could have worked. That shit could have been cool if it would have came out around, I don't know, when BBD and Boys to Men were big at the time. That would have been perfect, but they didn't be able to do it. So they missed the opportunity. So I just say it. I say it like this, man. This is my opinion on how everything is in a nutshell. I'm going to wrap it up like this. 
when it comes down, like I, like I said before, if you're an underground rapper, old school rapper, new school rapper, if your history of hip hop only goes as far back as 1990s, don't talk to me. Because do you know what that means? That means that you completely ignoring the 1980s and the 1970s. And you're doing shit purposely because you think it's all about the rhymes, the lyrics, the bears, the grooves, the lyrical, 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 because you grew up in the 90s. But you forget back in the 70s, it was all about rocking the parties. This not, this not forget that part. It's like you forgetting that part for, you're trying to, you're trying to forget that part. And you're, and that's wrong. It's like you're trying to erase you know, songs like Bob and the Bang, the Bang, the Bang, Biggie. It's like you're trying to erase rappers the light. Like you're trying to erase, um, you know, rappers in the 80s that didn't curse. Nowadays, a rapper don't curse and they fucking rhymes. They're soft, which is stupid. Or if you do a rap battle and you don't curse, oh, man, that's, that's that whack pussy shit. When back in the days, it was like a challenge to not curse in your rhymes. That's what made you a better rhymer. Yeah, try to rap and flow without using cuss words. And that's what's the thing back then. That's what, you know, pushed you to be creative. Even underground rappers like Ugly Duckling was talking about rappers cursing, using their potty mouths, whatever the case may be. Now, that's what's killing rap. You know what I'm saying? Because they, because they, because they remember them times when rappers didn't curse. Hey, remember times when New York rappers never cursed. Remember that? When New York rappers, no New York rappers wasn't about all hood shit. That was more of a West Coast thing. You New York was about peace, love, and unity and, and rap wise. You know, West was more on some West Coast gangster stuff. And I love and speaking of gangs, I love how people want to complain about how, man, you got these these UK rappers talking about gang stuff. I'm like, you do realize there's gangs in there's there are gangs in the UK, right? You do realize that. But people want to sit there and go off stereotypes. All right, boy, go to UK, see what happens. But and say that there's no gangs. As much as I be seeing, you know, little documentaries about rappers that that's in the, that was in the UK that that you know got clapped. I mean, but that's another topic. But back to what I'm saying to wrap this whole thing up. In the day and day, like I said, if you your if your memory of hip hop only goes as far back as the 1990s. I'm not fucking with you. I'm not hearing you because that means that you don't you uh, you are literally exiting out that part of rap that is um that is that's important. You are literally erasing that. You can't erase that out of hip hop. That's part of history. 1970s rap, yeah, that's part of history, bro. That Bobby the Bang the Bang the Bang, that's part of the history. Um, what else? Um, rappers, you know, the double Dutch buzz, that's part of history. You know what I'm saying? You just can't just X that shit out because you want to sit, like, you know, rappers going, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, ah, that's part of hip hop. You say, you say, you everybody scream, yay. You know, I say ho, you say ho, hey, ho, hey, ho. That's part of hip hop. Don't just sit in this. That's part of hip hop, bro. When you see new school rappers doing it, don't act new when they're doing it. Ain't they paying homage? And it just means that the new more and more about the old school rappers do. I'm just keeping that shit a bug, bro, because I'm sick inside of that shit. Like, seriously.
Like, for real. But it is what it is, man. People always, you know, say, well, I just, I just hate how these these old school rappers, they always want to co-sign whack shit. Well, if you're an underground rapper, Bitter, Mac, if you didn't make it, I couldn't listen to your fucking music, and then you have a rapper, let's say me. Prime example, I don't mumble. I speak about real shit all the time. But you made a song called Anime Girls. Oh, because I want to be unique. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to be unique. Um, last time I checked, in hip-hop, you're supposed to, be stay, you're supposed to stay out. You're supposed to stay out, correct? So when you see me speak about anime girls or doing a tiger dance and not fucking doing your research on what the fuck I'm talking about because you're too fucking lazy. Oh, he just a mumble. He just because again, that term is so dead now. And that's a term. If, if, if anything, before I even start that whole 2018 shit, that's for the dinosaur and 18 shit, mumble rap, the term is dead. They throw that shit out so fucking goddamn much. So let's say for example, I get a cosign and I am getting cosigns. By too short. Like, I'm not saying he's, he's like he's just liking my. He's just every rapper game wise watching what I'm doing. Let's say for example, I'm working on the second album right now. That shit comes out. Motherfuckers are checking for it. And again, like I said, eight and number never in rap, so I find it to be fucking funny. But say you're too old to rap, Shut up. Shut up. So anyway, um. So anyway, um, so let's say I'm getting cold signs from Legends. Oh, have you heard this dude, Mike Sensi? This dude is fucking dope. This dude is unique. This dude has his own fucking style. This dude is cool. I fuck with his music. Shout out to him. This dude makes dope music, correct? So, I get cold signs. Underground rappers, that's what we, oh, raw, lyric, raw, raw. They hate that because since they are so glued with the fact that every new school rapper sucks nowadays and mumble, they'll hear my shit. Man, this motherfucker over here talking about anime girls and pizza kids and shit. Who can't relate to that shit? Negative stereotyping, which means because I'm a black rapper, I'm supposed to talk about hood shit. And yet, in the same breath, you completely ignore the songs where I do speak about that shit. You speak two songs. I'm speaking about something completely different and think that's my whole stick. And that's fucking stupid. Then they sit there and then they start critiquing. They start bitching. I mean, biasly biasly critiquing. And then they sit there and you got these raw ass, ah, ah, try to, you know, come out the war, trying to sneak diss me with them little raw ass, nigga, my shit, your ass can suck dick, you, you, you ain't getting no pussy, that's why you smoking the homie, I don't, like, what they, what they'll say some shit like, homie, you ain't got something, 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 I know it's something that rhymes with squirrels, and then they'll sit there and say, man, you ass is a 31 year old version, still, Still dragging up to anime girl, some bullshit like that. I know what they gonna say before they gonna say it. So if they say it to me, it doesn't stick to me because it's like too fucking obvious. It's too obvious, bro. You know how I know? You know why I learned to do that from a little book called Art of War. Little book called Power. I mean, called the Fifty. The called um, what's that book I got? Um, I gotta read. I gotta read it too. And I'm waiting for my other book by 50 Cent to come in by the same person. I'm just fucking saying. It's too easy. On top of the fact, you don't want no rapper to blow up anyway. Most underground rappers who be on some shit like that, they try to do that shit just for a cloud. Look at my homeboy, Dada. 
um, boy, he does it all the time. Who's better, me or or Blueface? And you know, motherfuckers are gonna fucking say you. You know they gonna say Blueface raps off beat. They should be on beat, even fucking the rappers. They are rappers that rap off beat. You just don't fucking listen to it. You don't have a strong ear to listen to it. It's also, but keep in mind, we all know what this shit is. Clout. If I sit there and say, yo, who rap better, me or, or Blueface? Everyone's going to fucking say me. And you already know why. He's the hottest rapper right now. If that ain't fucking clout, Tracy, I don't know what the fuck is. And I, that needs to die, but it's not going to. And if you're going to say that about these these kids who try to be like 6'9", talk always respectful about Tupac and Biggie, only have like two fucking songs... Yeah, they ain't gonna last that long. Trust me, they're not. They gonna get their little eight and skate. Now, when it comes down to rappers such as myself, I try to make shit last long. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to try to use no clout for nothing. When you, this also goes to my homie who always does that. Who is damn near my age and just got his fucking when he, I mean, because the fact he used to play football, he got it the easy way. He had, he, he had fame doing being trained. He almost played. He almost about to play for the NFL. Broke his broke his leg, whatever. Now he's rapping. Now his football fans are now his rapping fans. Too easy. I have to do it the hard way. So at the end of fucking day, man, all kinds of clout chase needs to fucking die. Whether it be the lyrical spiritual rappers, dissing mainstream rappers, why? If y'all really was so fucking good at your rap balance, skills, why don't you just diss rappers that as in the same skill set as you? Why are you dissing like rappers like Blueface or or any new school rapper that you know ain't even lyrically like that? But yet you pick them because it's easy. Oh, I diss you. I diss you. And I ain't gonna respond to it. Cause you're scared, no, because you're a clout chasing fucking rapper. But that's poor to hip hop. Okay. I never thought when I first grabbed that mic back in 1995, I was a kid then, that there was an instructional book that says anytime a rapper disses you, you're supposed to respond to them. I didn't fucking know that. There was nothing in the book that said that. If that's the fucking case, then Biggie broke that fucking rule when Tupac dissed him. I didn't know that. And keep in mind, not every fucking rapper in the fucking game back in the 90s were beefing with each other. I never, who did who did Death Effects beef with? I never seen this beef with anybody. There was a, there were some rappers that you you I never seen them beef with anybody. It's like how people complain about, man, these rappers start rapping freestyling in radio stations. I've never seen, I've never seen Kenny play rap on a radio station. I've never seen any fucking rapper from Dub C, Mac 10, any 90s rapper almost have got in front of a fucking microphone and freestyle since Shaquille O'Neal had a fucking nice rap career because it was unique for him because he could rap. He was decent enough. Since again, man, these rappers back then wouldn't even survive in the nineties, nigga. Sakino Neal was an okay, decent rapper, okay, and his shit went gold, okay. He his shit went gold. He wasn't the best lyrical spiritual rapper at the time, but his shit was decent. It's funny how the decent rappers still get noticed. So why are we saying decent is a bad thing? As if if that's the damn case, then Shaq wouldn't have never had 
a song with like with with a whole bunch of he wouldn't have even in Earth when he came out with Super Friends. When he was when he was first playing for the Lakers. When they won their first title. Whatever, man. I don't I don't know. Again, like I said, I'm not gonna repeat it. But like I say, man, I want this podcast to be too long. Cause I'm done with it. It's just something. I, it was the last thing on my mind. I had to talk about. I couldn't even speak about it on my other podcast channel, so I'm saying it here. Um, this is just my. This is my first time on chat box. Then you know, I say some real stuff. I'm going to curse. I'm going to be completely unfiltered. Means why I even block the comments because I'm not going because the stuff I say is so raw, so real. I'm going to be hitting. I'm going to be seeing the notifications every day. Ding, 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 ding. Whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of BS comments. And I ain't got time for that. So anyway, peace.